I'm Paul Wiegraf, Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts and your host for today. Joining me in the studio today is one that is worthy of being celebrated with a Governor's Awards for the Arts in 2019, a recently retired from the Delaware Theater Company program, Charles J. Conway. Welcome, Charlie. Thanks, Paul. I'm glad to be here. So glad to have you on the show today to, to look at quite an illustrious career uh, that is being recognized at the end of October uh, with the Governor's Awards for the Arts, uh, an award well-deserved. Uh, we've known each other for as long as I've been with the Division of the Arts, and that's, what, 23 years now wow. for me. But you, your history with the theater company goes back much farther than that. Yeah, I was there for 36 years. Yeah, 36 years. Yes. Let's let's go back to the beginning, not okay. childhood necessarily, <laughs> but but what got you involved in in theater? I understand from reading a, a bio on you that you were, were in education to begin. Yes, with? Is yes, that right? A yes. teacher? Uh, what kind of teaching and, and how did that evolve into the, the realm of theater? Well, I wasn't certified, so I, I had to work at a private school, the uh, Wilmington um, Children's School. When Wilmington, uh, it was Wilmington College, they had a children's school. So I worked there um, and I worked with people who were certified and I sort of assisted. Um, and it was uh, young children, kindergarten, first, second grade. Um, it was thrilling, but it wasn't for me. And when the um, you know, when things got rough, the person, the people who weren't um, uh, certified, which I understand were jettisoned out. So I left and uh, was looking around. But actually, during the time that I was at the children's school, I had the um, great opportunity to be in a show at the um, Delaware Theater Company mm. when they were on the French on French Street, the French Street Firehouse. It was um, Christmas Carol. I played five parts. It was thrilling. And I had done community um, theater mm-hmm. and um, in community theater, you sort of uh, you know fly by the seat of your pants, um, and then you know like technical rehearsals went on. I'm sure you remember Paul. They went <laughs> ad on nauseum midnight, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, okay, I'm going to camp here. Yeah. That didn't happen at the Delaware Theater uh-huh. Company. The actors were treated as professionals, and it was thrilling. So that's what got me involved. I was um, did theater in college. Um, I was not a theater major, but uh, I was a psychology major. Go figure. And um, so when I got the opportunity to work with the Delaware Theater Company, I, I dived right in. Now, when you were brought into the theater company, uh, in what capacity? As an actor. As I mean, an actor. Yes, okay. I five parts in that. In that the okay. last time they did it at the Firehouse, they did it twice at the Firehouse. And that, when did you finally join the staff of the theater company? In 82. I, so I um, was still working at the children's school when I was working uh, when I um, did Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. Then I was... Um, Jettison from the children's school and uh, in 82 then worked as the house manager and also on um, group sales. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the theater company moved from the firehouse, which you mentioned, yes. to uh, its its current location down on the riverfront and moved. Uh, uh, tell, tell me the year. When when did um, they move? The, we moved into that in the, the um, building in 85. We in, were, in 85. We had an interim yeah. season at uh, Absalom Jones Community Center. We had one season there and then moved into the current space in 85. Do you, do you think Cleveland Morris and the board back in the mid 80s ever dreamed that the Wilmington Riverfront would look the way it does today? That's a, I think that they thought it might because that's what we used to talk about and I didn't believe it because. Because when the theater company moved there, it was abandoned warehouses yep. and, and brownfields and. Yeah, yeah, when they were, you know, there were a couple of industry, the um, people next to us were making um, cement um, vaults for coffins, but mm-hmm. yeah, there wasn't much else going on. Mm-hmm. 
So what has happened on the riverfront over the last it's 30, 30 years I mean, all kinds is of, quite amazing. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't yeah. it? Now, uh, how, has, uh, how, how did your career evolve in the 36 years you were at the theater company? Well, I did. Um, I started out as a house manager, then became the box office manager, which at that point we just used tickets that, you know, you know stocks of tickets. We didn't have anything on. Uh, we didn't have – it wasn't computerized, so it was amazing. And I didn't know what I was getting into, and I said, yeah, I'll do the job. And I also did the, um, I've always done the student matinees. Um, but then um, in 91, we, uh, we decided that we were going to have a, a department and um, did a lot of um, outreach through the education department. And that's how I got the job. That's how this, I sort of stepped into that department and uh, stepped out of the box office and into the education department. Talk about some of the education programs that you've either started or built or grown? Um, I think the first one that comes to mind is what is now known as the Totally Awesome Players. And uh, it was um, with my um, friend, Danny Peak. we decided we were going to uh, get some, actually we heard of some money available and from the DFRC, and they were interested in um, getting arts programming um, up and running for folks with, at that point, children with um uh, cognitive disabilities. So we decided we were going to do acting classes and it was, it just blew up. It was great. It was wonderful. And those, most of those people that we worked with through that department were children at that point and have grown it and they've not left. So we mm. changed the department <clears throat> for, uh, we call it the totally awesome players. The, um, and it's for adults mm-hmm. with cognitive disabilities. I mean, it wasn't, it, what was the original name? It was totally awesome. It, actually, um, it was acting class for children with mental retardation. Oh, really? The, yeah, Interesting. Okay. And then it, to, it was the totally awesome kids, TAC. Uh-huh. And then when they all grew up, we had to change it to totally awesome players. Right, right. So that's what it is now. I think that the Delaware Theater Company is considering doing, I know that they are doing programming for um, children. So mm-hmm. um, they're going back to their roots. Now, how, how about the summer theater camp? Because that that's has right. been a that has been quite a robust program yes. for, I know, at least twenty five years. Because my kids participated in yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. I was oh, it's over twenty five years. I don't know yeah. exactly when, but we um, we were just as, uh, before the the show. We were talking about um, doing it at Sanford, um, the Wilmington Music School at that point, and mm-hmm. the Delaware Theater Company worked together to get that sh- um, get that camp going at Sanford, and it's grown since then. We are, uh, the Delaware Theater Company now has um, three sessions of the of Summer on Stage, SOS, and they have added uh, a studio for older um, teens, uh, 15 to 18 year olds, 16 to 18 year olds. So yeah, it's really, it's been, I think it was from, I think it was 84, 83, don't, don't hold me, I'm, mm-hmm. I should have mm-hmm. looked up mm-hmm. my history, but I think <laughs> that long, it's been around that long. And so the instructors that you use in the Summer on Stage program, I mean, some of them have, have gone on to just incredible careers. Right. I know uh, several have gone on to Broadway, and I I'm, I'm, can't yes. remember the one actor's name. Rob uh, McClure. Was, that's yes. it, Rob mm-hmm. McClure. Yeah. yeah, Rob McClure, uh, who my kids worked with and, you know, are still ecstatic when they see, yeah. you know, the success of his career. Um uh, so uh, with Summer on Stage, uh, the Totally Awesome Players, um, what other kind – your your position, I believe, evolved from – you were director of education at mm-hmm. one point. I mean, your titles have evolved to sort of reflect not only the growth of the education program, but also the the mission of the right. education program. Right. Could, you, could you speak to that? So when um, 
when we were negotiating my contract and there was no more money for me, they decided they were going to make my title longer. So um, they made a director <laughs> of education and community engagement. Okay. So we have, um, I think we've looked for uh, areas of the community that we can get involved with and bring theater in different ways. Um, the one thing that I uh, was very intrigued with and, and I think is very successful is the um, playwriting program for seniors. And we worked with Engleside Retirement Apartments to develop that. And that's been going, and now I think they're in uh, four different locations. Um, we have done it in four different locations where seniors, as they are looking back at their lives and come up with unbelievable material, and they write plays. And they, uh, they, we do a reading of the plays with, uh, with professional actors. Um, that's the one thing that, that at this point I'm most, prou- well, most proud of because it's mm-hmm. so much fun because I'm becoming a senior. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking – Wow, uh, the things that I did in my life. Wouldn't it make a great play? I don't know if it would or not, Mm -hmm. but it's worth (laughs) thinking about. Now, speaking of writing plays, another program that uh, the theater company has sponsored, and I believe it went through a hiatus for a while, Mm -hmm. but it's back, and that's the Young Playwrights uh, Festival. Delaware Young Playwrights Festival, yes. Uh, Talk about that. It's a really exciting program, and and I know a number of high schools participate in this. Right. Uh, So um, there is a, um, a theme that is picked from one of the productions that the Delaware Theater Company is doing, and uh, they just did their kickoff that I heard of in September um, that uh, uh, students and teachers are invited to the theater and they talk about what this program is. And um, t- um, teens, uh, eighth grader through 12th grades are encouraged to write plays place based on this theme. And then um, they, and they spend the fall doing that and then submit their, um, their plays. Each of them are adjudicated using a rubric. Um, a standards-based rubric, and then all those comments are sent back to the playwrights and hopefully encouraged for them, uh, encouraging them to rewrite, and then they submit again, and they pick either five or six plays that the Delaware Theatre Company works um, on weekends with, uh, with actors and professional designers, professional actors, um, and they work on their play and present it in March. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's pretty amazing. And how many schools roughly participate Ooh, in that? It depends on the year, uh-huh. um, but there have been, uh, you know, at its at its peak, it was like um, there were the 500 submissions, which is a wow. lot. Yeah. So maybe maybe at this point, um, we, they have dialed it back to make it more um, more uh, manageable. I would say probably 20, 30 schools. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Now, now, who reads these plays um, uh, uh, to to select? You have a selection committee. Yes, there's a selection yeah. committee. There's each of the plays is writ is um, reviewed by one of the professionals at the Delaware Theater mm-hmm. Company, and then uh, the second round, all of those professionals read all of the plays that are resubmitted. Mm-hmm. So now, in your career, you've also done some acting at the theater company, in yes. addition to what you did early at the very beginning there. Right. Correct? Sometimes when uh, the, there was a need, I would step into a to a part, um, dial M for murder. Um, my favorite part was when we were. Performing at Absalom Jones Community Center, I was the, uh, and we were doing um, Streetcar Named Desire. There is a young man who was, and at that point I was a young man, um, uh, who uh, was, came around and collected for the paper, for the newspaper. The collect, the, um, I forget what his title is, but that was my favorite part. Mm-hmm. And the person that mm-hmm. I worked with, and this is, and in the play we see um, Blanche really show her colors and she, as she tries to seduce this young man. And, um, or I don't know if that's what she had in mind, but mm-hmm. she did such a great job that I got exit applause every performance huh. because she was so wonderful. Yeah. And I just, yeah, that was one of my favorite parts. That is really thrilling. 
Um, uh, there's much more to uh, talk about here, but first I want to remind our listeners that you are tuned into Delaware State of the Arts here on News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. Our guest in the studio today is a recipient of the 2019 Governor's Awards for the Arts, Charles J. Conway, the Award for Arts Education, a career just filled with all sorts of activity, working with Delaware schools, working with the Delaware Theater Company, as well as other arts organizations uh, in in the state that have a, a similar commitment to arts education and connecting to the schools as a valuable resource. One of the programs we haven't touched on that I know you've been involved in in the past is the work that the Delaware Theater Company has done with the Ferris School. Oh, yes. Could you talk about that? Surely. Um, the Delaware Division of the Arts, a number of years ago, made us made a huge grant to us that we were very uh, – I think we, we worked five years mm-hmm. with that grant. Mm-hmm. And um, the first year was uh, a planning year where we worked with the faculty at – Ferris School, and our objective was, it was called Arts Across the Curriculum, and we were interested in using the arts, not only theater, but um, visual arts and uh, music and, um, and, um, and theater to enrich the um, curriculum at Ferris School. And it was, I think, a phenomenal um, experience because we got a lot of people interested, a lot of people. Um, in fact, I remember once I was walking down French Street and I heard this car come up behind me and um, making a lot of noise. And I was like, I wonder if I'm in trouble here. And the, <laughs> the young man pulled over and said that he remembered me working with him at Ferris School mm. and that he wrote a play. And I thought, you know what? That made a big difference to me that this man would, this young man would reach out and say, we made a difference in his life. Um, it was really amazing, an amazing program. And that, all the, the lessons that we learned at Ferris School, we used in developing all of our programs at the Delaware Theater Company. That's what I liked working with the Delaware Theater Company. We we learned so many great lessons of how arts can impact mm-hmm. people in mm-hmm. ways that we didn't even think about, mm-hmm. that we don't think about. Mm-hmm. Now, in your 36 years at the theater company, you worked on, under a number of artistic directors, general managers. I mean, the, the administrative structure has evolved over time at, at the theater company. Uh, talk, talk about how those changes over time uh, affected you. Uh, I mean, what what... You know, how, how did your work in the theater company grow, evolve, change in the context of what else happened at the theater? Um, well, I think one of the things, a great question. Um, one of the changes that happened were the artistic um, leadership changed. Mm-hmm. Cleveland Morris established, uh, founded the Delaware Theater Company. It was there for a number of he years. Was, he yeah. was there for a number of yeah. years. And he had a lot of impact into yeah. what was happening at the Delaware Theater Company. It was his idea to do um, the summer camp, mm. his idea to do the Delaware Young Playwrights Festival. Um, and I think one of the things, the, the easiest answer for that complicated question um, mm. is that the art that was done on stage informed what was happening at the education, mm-hmm. in the education department. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no way that the education department could have been as successful without the art that was happening on stage. That always informed what we were doing. Mm-hmm. So that changed, and um, the aesthetic changed, and the uh, the focus changed, and that always that was exciting. And also working with all kinds of different artists. You know, young people who came through the Delaware Theater Company, and as young artists and their young professionals, and getting involved with what we did. You know, we always used designers in the Delaware Young Playwrights Festival. Um, we always try to include other people in reading of the Delaware Young Playwrights, Fe- the, young, the uh, plays from the Young Playwrights Festival. So it was always, I think, um, dynamic. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it was 
and always affected in a great in a good way, I think. Mm-hmm. And I know an external change beyond your control that profoundly impact what you do and did, and that is the changes in the education realm yes, uh, with standards and performance yes. indicators. Talk about how that sort of changed how you did things with your education programs, particularly the student matinees and that, that kind of outreach that you did. Um, wow. Um, I think one of the things I learned is the education, you know, the people, teachers in the classroom are the ones who will bring te- people to their students to see the, the, the um, to see things at the Delaware Theater Company or other professional theaters, that changed. So, um, you know, because of the demands on them, the standards, you know, we always, we used the standards for the Delaware and Playwrights Festival. We used the standards when we would build study guides for people who are coming to see plays at the Delaware Theater Company. But I think what's really changed is the demands on teachers and um, what is expected of them and how difficult it is for them to do their job. And uh, we understand that and understood that. And, uh, I think those were the people who were really integral in bringing students to the Delaware Theater Company. So that made it really a challenge. I don't know if that answered your question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, did you find yourself reshaping your curriculum or the preparatory material, the, the materials you prepared for students coming into the your performances? I think one of the things we learned early in my career as at the Delaware Theater Company is you need the stakeholders at the table, and mm-hmm. we needed to always make sure that we were giving the teachers what they needed to, to do their job. So, yes, it changed, it was, and it was always um, fluid. And uh, we always looked to our teachers to tell the teachers who were interested in what we were doing and what they needed. So mm-hmm. we, we tried to keep those lines of communication open. Mm-hmm. I want to come back to something you touched on early on, and that, that is your, your undergraduate work in psychology. <laughs> talk, talk a little bit about theater and what it tells us about ourselves and what it tells us about our society. I took a, a, a very yeah, a really. broad question <laughs> yeah, broad there. Question. Well, <laughs> the, the answer I, I think of as you asked that question was I took a course in um, when I was working at, uh, actually I started my career working at Head Start, believe it or not. And um, I was, I took a course at the University of Delaware with a, young, with a gentleman who was from the Netherlands and it was, uh, the class was um, using drama in the special ed classroom. And one of the things I learned from that is theater is a way for us to get to know each other in a way that is really um, powerful, you know, forming an ensemble, making sure that we are able to work together. That class informed everything I did at the Delaware Theater Company. So, um, and then, you know, um, the art that happens on stage and watching a Delaware, watching something at the Delaware Theater Company, any professional theater company, you're doing it in, in with a group of people. So you are seeing what it's like to be human. You're reacting as a human being. That's what I think the arts do, you know, that dynamic thing. That, that everything keeps changing. Everything, you know, everything, everybody's important. Every, everybody's, you know, um, speaking of uh, Streetcar Named Desire, Blanche Dubois, who, you know, we all got to know her in a way that uh, you wouldn't. And if you didn't have the, the art of theater, and mm-hmm. um, I don't know if that answers your question. It, it absolutely, it, it does. Yeah, absolutely. We could probably go on yeah. for hours. Discussing well, I, that. I remember a graduate course I took in, it was a religion course uh, when I was in graduate school and the professor used psychodrama mm. to explore some of the Old Testament stories. Wow. And uh, it's, it is a, a, an incredibly powerful way to explore the human condition 
through those stories. Right. And uh, yeah, so uh, that that was that sort of is what prompted that question. Uh, we've just got a couple minutes left. Uh, um, where are you going from here you, after 36 years at the Delaware Theater Company? Well, I have um, taken a part-time job with the rep at the University of Delaware, okay. just trying to help them um, beef up their uh, student matinee program. So I'm, I've, I'm probably uh, two days a week down there, and that's really exciting. They do great work. Um, it's, uh, it's exciting to be on the campus of the University of Delaware, which I always appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've Actually, when my wife and I first moved, when Judith and I first moved to Delaware, we I was cast in a. They included their casting. They uh, casting was open to um, uh, uh, community members, and mm. I was in okay. Tartuffe, and it oh, was okay. it was fascinating. Yeah. It was great. Uh-huh. It was wonderful. So I've had a long history with the University of Delaware, and mm. it continues. Okay, so you've got about a minute okay. to uh, recap some of the highlights in your oh, career that you think led to your getting the Governor's Award oh, for the boy. Arts. <laughs> Put I you th- on the spot much? Uh, yeah, I think <laughs> the reason that um, maybe that I'm getting that award is because of uh, um, the community outreach that we did and uh, um, sort of getting the, everyone to realize that uh, the importance of, of individuals in the mm-hmm. in the state and um you know we've done stuff all over the state all the counties have been included in the delaware theater company's work that's what i think is has been most um that's what i'm so i'm proud of is being part of this wonderful state great well charles j conway charlie Thank you. so glad to have you in the studio today to talk about your career uh your accomplishments I invite all of our listeners to come down to Dover Downs Hotel and Casino on Monday, October 28th at 4 p.m. to celebrate with Charlie and the other recipients of the 2019 Governor's Awards for the Arts. Charlie, thanks so much for joining us and best wishes in your new ventures. Thank you.